Welcome to Human Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Lillianwall. On this podcast, I invite you to have the uncomfortable conversations with me, to stand in your power and explore the depths of your truth, no matter how difficult or taboo it may be. I'm showing up exactly as I am, and I'm empowering you to do the same. Let's dive in. Hello guys. Happy Friday. I hope that you are doing as well as you can be doing right now. I hope you're feeling grounded. I hope that you are safe and surrounded by people that you love. Um, so I've been muted for the last week or so. And while I've been muted, I, um, I've been muting my own content and using this time to really amplify the voices of the Black community. And, um, and more so than that, I've been using this time to sit in humble reflection and humble receptivity and educate myself. That's been the biggest thing. I've just been giving myself the space to listen. And I've been reading, I've been, I've gone to local protests, I've been doing what I can do um, right now to actually take a look at what is being presented as a collective right now. And then zooming into like what is being presented for me with this. And been zooming in closer and and really having honest conversations with myself about what's being presented for me and what's being presented to the collective. So with that said, I know that I'm going to get this wrong. I know that I am going to say the wrong things. And I know that um, there's a lot of blind spots I have in the topic of racism because I'm a white woman in America and, um, and I have programming and I have privilege and I have a lot of different things that um, I really was not awake to. Um, and before I start, really kind of diving into some of the things that I wanted to say. I want to say that I'm okay with getting things wrong. I am okay with being corrected. I am okay with receiving feedback. I am okay holding space for anyone who is triggered or activated by anything that I say. I am committed to doing better. I am committed to showing up better for myself and for um my brothers and sisters of different colors of all walks of life. And um And mostly I want to sincerely say that I'm sorry that it took me so long to wake up to these issues. And I'm committed to doing this work, not just while it's relevant in social, on social media, not just while it's all over, you know, the media in general and just in our face. This is something that I am committed to making a lifelong practice. And I know that it's going to take me the rest of my life to to understand even just a a little bit. And I'm not under the assumption or the, the illusion, um, that I know better than anybody, um, or I know anything at all. But what I do know is that I believe as coaches and healers and, and guides, and I consider myself that I believe that we are here for a reason. I believe that we are alive during this time for a reason. And 
as I've been sitting in, in reflection and, and, um, and receptivity and, and just like educating myself and all of that, all of that, um, I've, I've realized that, um, that I have a lot of work to do. And I think a lot of people are realizing that too. So, yeah, so I'm just going to kind of dive into some things that have kind of come through and um, that have been present in some of the conversations. And some of these things, um, you know, may not resonate with you. So please take what serves you, leave what doesn't. And again, if you feel called to um, to correct me in any way, if you feel called to, um, you know, have a conversation with me, I would love that I am open. Um, but it is not your responsibility to do so. It is my responsibility to continue educating myself. Um, but I just want anyone who does feel called to do that, to know that I, I am open and I am receptive and, um, and yeah, I will love you regardless of, um, whatever comes up in a difficult conversation that we may have. So, yeah. So the first thing I wanted to dive into is, um, I want to talk about the shame and the judgment and the finger pointing that's happening right now. Um, and this is happening, you know, with us pointing fingers at other people. And then this is also have, this is also happening with us pointing fingers at ourselves right now. So before I jump into that and I talk about why that's not helpful and what, you know, I believe can be more helpful at this time. Um, I want to say that I, I firmly understand why there is so much finger pointing and why there is so much shame and judgment and, and anger and all of these things coming out. And, um, and I, I am not sitting in judgment of anybody, um, for the way that they are choosing to react or respond to what is happening right now. These are really deep rooted issues in our in ourselves and in our history. And so it is only natural that there's going to be a, a, a bit of a storm that comes with, with, um, with cleansing this. I, I, I really believe that we're in this like karmic cleansing time where kind of all of the, um, the sewage that we've been pushing down, um, for so long and we've been ignoring and we've been suppressing and deprioritizing, um, all of that stuff is coming to the surface now. And we have a choice how we're going to respond to it. We have a choice how we're going to react to it. We have a choice in making changes, sustainable changes in our lives. Um, but with that said, I understand why people are, are, um, reacting in the ways that they are. Um, you know, for people who have been suffering in silence um, people who have been asking for help, people who have been uh, have been advocating or trying to advocate for themselves, and seen not a lot of progress or and not enough progress with that, um, and you know are are suffering in, in in silence. Their their pleas and their their voices have fallen on deaf ears, and at some point, people are going to get tired. People are going to get. Um, resentful people are going to start feeling those really intense emotions um people are going to lose hope in other people showing up for them people are going to lose hope in gaining allies in other other people's of uh, other communities right and so um and this i think this goes for everything not just what we're seeing right now um and so i think it's really important to sit and and try to 
put yourself in somebody else's shoes right now. Like, what would you do if you had um, been subjected to the things that other people are subjected to? And if you can put yourself in those positions, how do you think you would respond to those things, right? And if you were finally just like fed up with, um, with waiting around to, and, you know, it's kind of like the, I think of, you know, waiting around to be saved. Like finally you just take action and you figure out how to save yourself. This is like really how I I'm seeing this. And so again, like I am open to being wrong. I am open to being corrected. And I am not saying that there um, are, you know, members of other communities that need to be saved or anything like that. But when you're asking for help and there's, um, there's obvious issues within society and our system, you're, you're going to get exhausted when you're like, why don't other people seem to care? And, um, you know, I'm not sitting here also saying that I condone anything. I'm sitting in this place of like, I get it. I get all of it. I get all sides of it. And I think that it's really important that we start to step outside of our own, um, fixed mindsets around things. And we start to question what we would do in other situations and educate ourselves because a lot of this really stems from a lack of education. A lot of this stems from really not understanding history. And, you know, especially, and I'm just going to say it like as white people, we're not told the, the correct history. And when we are even told parts of like the correct history, when we're like, oh, you know, that's, that's really, uh, that stuff that's, that's not okay. And it's, it's horrific. We're also taught like excuses for things. And we're taught that we've made an amends and we're taught all these kinds of things. And those who do actually do their homework realize that that is not true. There hasn't been an amends made. And there are those deep seated patterns that are still playing out in our society today, which is why people are upset now. So as horrific as current events have been, as, as horrific of, um, as horrific as the death of George Floyd, that, you know, really just was like the, the, the camel that broke, I'm sorry, the straw that broke the camel's back here, um, as horrific as that was, this isn't just about the death of George Floyd. This is about deep rooted issues and patterns that that keep getting repeated and and history that just keeps getting repeated instead of people choosing to take accountability and choosing to take action that is uncomfortable yes and and scary and uncertain all those things but people are so willing to stay asleep to these issues so that they can just continue living the lives that they live especially when you're somebody who maybe um, isn't inconvenienced by racism, right? And I will take full responsibility for the participation I've played in this, consciously and unconsciously. These issues have always been something that I've, I've, I've seen, and I never knew how to do anything. I didn't. I honestly told myself this story that there was nothing I could do, and I allowed myself to listen to the fear that I had around saying the wrong thing and offending people and really just thought that I didn't have any power to create any kind of change. And the more I'm educating myself and the more I'm waking up to this, the more I realized that I was so, so wrong. And I've been doing a lot of prayer and a lot of, a lot of things just sitting in this, like, I have to sit with the fact that I didn't show up sooner and that 
I, and that choice, even though I didn't fully understand what I was doing with that choice, I didn't think that, you know, I thought I was just like one small little water drop in a massive bucket or in the ocean kind of thing. Um, I recognize how wrong I, I really was. And that one voice creates change. There's a ripple effect from all of us. And so, and we're seeing that we're seeing that now when all of us come together, right? We create an ocean of change. We create a movement and it's really important to to know that we have that power, not just with this situation currently, but in every situation, whenever there is something in just whenever there is something that we want to work towards, when we come together and we, we, um, we, unite words are so hard with this guys bear with me um when we unite we are a force to be reckoned with so when it comes to the shame and the and the guilt and the um the finger pointing what we really need to understand that not Again, words are so hard. And honestly, I'm really nervous to record this. I'm really nervous to put this out there because there's a huge belief that I have that I have no right to speak on this right now. So bear with me because I'm probably going to stutter and fuck up a little bit and that's okay. I'm going to let this be messy. So what we really need to understand when it comes to the shame and the guilt and the finger pointing is that number one, shaming somebody into saying something or posting something isn't really that, um, effective. It it really doesn't do anything because if somebody posts something out of obligation or out of feeling, you know, like the, the, the pressure, right. Especially entrepreneurs, this is something that's like driving me bananas. I'm seeing so many entrepreneurs just like regurgitate information. And it's like, it's very obvious that you're not sitting in actual reflection doing this work. You're repeating what you know is safe and you're repeating what you know is going to keep people, um, you know, kind of satisfied with being in your following and being um, in your space, because there's going to be a lot of people that are like, oh, that's good enough. Like she obviously cares, you know, okay. And then they're just going to move on. And that's not who I am. And if I lose followers for that, great. If I lose followers, because, you know, on one hand, I'm speaking out about this and, you know, people don't want to hear it cool. Bye. If other people unfollow me because they're like, this girl's uneducated and she has no right to be speaking on this that's okay too. This is what feels aligned for me. It feels better for me to risk saying the wrong things than to not say anything at all. So yeah. So number one, shaming somebody into, um, into saying something is not actually going to create sustainable change because that person, that leader is not actually sitting and doing the inner work to actually create the transformation. And what I really believe, like at the core of my being, and this goes for everything, not just this, but this, <laughs> this particularly right now, is that change has to come from within. We have to want to change. We have to feel like we have something to lose if we don't change, not just our businesses, not just our income, not just, you know, popularity, not just any of that shit, but like our humanity. And that's something that I've really been sitting with for me is just like, I don't care if somebody expects me to say something specific. I'm, I'm not listening to the pressure. And there is this inner dialogue of like pressure and shame and self-judgment for not doing more, saying more, whatever it may be. But what I really feel like I need to do for myself in order to show up differently, 
because that's the, that's the point, right? It's not just to satisfy online followers. It's not just to like avoid backlash. It's to actually create sustainable change for our world, our, our, um, our future children, like the generations to come, because at some point y'all, we're going to be ancestors. So all the work that we are having to do now, because our ancestors didn't either didn't do it or because they created it or because they didn't finish it, whatever, whatever story there is. And there's a mixture of all of those things. We're here now. We are being presented with the work. So like it or not, we have the opportunity, we have the burden and also the gift to create this change. And the future generations depend on us, right? Just like they, they depend on us to make sure that there is uh, oxygen, just to like there's um, the pressure or the expectation or the hope even that there's going to be food and there's going to be an earth and, you know, just all, there's just all the different things, but also this, right? Because this is a quality of life. We all pray for, for peace. We all pray for, um, you know, the ability to thrive and be happy, right? Like so many of us just say, I just want to be happy. I just want to live in peace. But if you're praying for peace and you're, you're praying for, um, you know, all of this, this to go away, then you're not really praying for peace and, and, uh, freedom and equality for all. You're just asking for things to go back to normal so that you can continue the life that you want to live. If you are asking and praying for those things, but you're not taking action either on the front lines, you know, speaking out in social media or and not even at the very least, at the very most, actually, because the other things, to me at least, come secondary to the work that you should be doing within you. If you're not doing that work, but you're asking for prayer or you're asking for peace in your prayers and you're and you're just sitting there waiting for things to just magically kind of fall back together, then yeah, you're not really asking for peace and 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 liberty and um, happiness for all. You're asking it for yourself and you're asking to go back to sleep on an issue. And um you know, that's not, that's not going to create anything. That's not going to do anything because you know, what happens is this just perpetuates the pattern, which means in no time we're back where we started. And something that I've been thinking a lot about is, you know, I talk a lot about triggers, our triggers. I talk a lot about mental health and healing and all of those things that I talk about our triggers being our invitations to work on something, our triggers um, and, and things really coming to the surface. Those are always our invitations and our opportunities to address what needs to be addressed so that we can get to the other side, right? There's something so beautiful and sacred and, um, and powerful and divine for the process of things surfacing for that surfacing process. That is so it's a, it's, it's amazing because if not, we don't know what needs to be addressed. So everything that's happening right now is being triggered within the collective for us to address, for us to change, for us to reflect, for us to do better. And not just for us in our own bubbles, but for everybody. So it's a lot. This has been like a week of, <laughs> this is a week of stuff y'all. So the other part that I want to talk about is the shame and the guilt and the finger pointing to ourselves. And this is something that I, I want to speak directly to members of the white community. 
or if you're just being triggered because this is bringing up your, um, your stuff around racism in general, regardless of where, what color your skin is or where you come from, um, pointing your, pointing the finger at yourself has been something that I know I've had a lot of conversations with, with a lot of white people. And this isn't to put themselves in victim mode. This isn't to, uh, or maybe it is for some, but for the ones that in the conversations that I've been having, this isn't about victim mode. This is more about recognizing that you've unconsciously been compromising on values that you have. So I'm going to explain a little bit more. Something that I know has come up for me and clients of mine, and I've seen this in a lot of threads online, is that this is, this is making people question if they're a good person or not. And I think that it's important to ask yourself that question. I think it's important to reflect on that. Like if you're asking yourself that question and you're triggered by what's happening, then that's a really good thing. If you're sitting here like, there's no problem, then you're probably part of the problem. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Or maybe not even probably, you're like definitely part of the problem. But what I really believe is true with this right now is that shame is coming up around being white, around having blind, blind spots, around having privilege, around not really understanding what any of that means. Because it's easy um, from another side, from another perspective to be like, how the heck have you never noticed that? How could you not have like thought about that? Or how could you have just, you know, but the thing is you don't know what you don't know, right? Like the same way that nobody will ever understand what the black community goes through in this country is the same way that you're not going to understand what somebody with another kind of, um, with, with another background or another skin color goes through. So something that I know a lot of the, the, the white community is going through is, is shame is, is feeling like, Oh my God, how could I have allowed this to go on? How could I have been asleep to this? How, how, what does this mean about me as a person that I didn't see this, that I didn't know this, that I didn't act sooner that I'm just showing up now. And not doing this from a place of like victim of like, oh my God, I'm such a bad person, right? Like that's not what that's about. But it is really important to understand that if you have shame come up, then it's then it's a really good indication that like you care and that you want to make a difference and that you want to that you want to make a change. And again, if you are somebody from the black community, or if you are somebody, just a a woman or a man, or um, you identify as anything else, like um of a different skin color and this doesn't sit with you right please if you feel called to tell me please tell me I want to be open I want to be receptive I want to know more and um like I said before like this is a hard conversation to come on here and record right now and I'm not saying that because I think I'm any in any way a victim or because I think that any of this has anything to do with me it's because I genuinely fucking care it's because I genuinely have been sitting here like I want to do better I have no idea what that looks like and I'm not here to compete with anybody I'm not here to say that um anybody's had it better or worse or anything like that I am here in full um full surrender to the belief 
that everybody has had their experiences and that they all are valid at this exact same time. Nobody's truth cancels out somebody else's truth. You know, we're all, we're all experiencing and living our own realities at the exact same time. So when we come together and we argue and we, we, we uh, say, you know, you're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. It's like, it's just so fucking pointless. Like, how about you've had your own experience? And so have I. And when we come together and we listen, there's endless possibilities for change. There's endless possibilities for compassion. There's endless possibilities for everything, everything. So I'm getting totally sidetracked. The other, um, the other point that I wanted to make is that something that I'm seeing in the spiritual community, which is driving me bananas, is that a lot of, a lot of, how do I want to phrase this? I'm just going to say it. So there's a lot of coaches, a lot of healers, a lot of people who are, um, are, are participating in a lot of spiritual practices, right? Like there's, uh, rituals, you know, like, um, manifestations and meditations and, you know, candle stuff and, um, visualizations and just spell work, whatever it may be. Um, and, they're just, it's kind of the same thing. Like just like I said before, just praying for peace, um, meditating on peace. Right. But they're not actually sitting in reflection of how they can do better, how they can create that peace. And so something that I think may be a controversial, um, opinion, something that may trigger some people, but I'm, I'm going to speak my truth is that, um, that we don't just get to pray and sit back and let things that are unjust continue. We don't get to light the candles and do the yoga practices and call ourselves spiritual and, you know, wear the fucking yoga pants and, you know, have the whole look, right? Like all the, the, um, aesthetic is all together. Right. Um, and then not take action again, that action can be sitting in reflection, that action could be on the front lines, that action can be posting things online, getting content out there, using your voice, doing whatever the fuck feels aligned to you. That action should absolutely involve listening though. (laughs) I don't think that any of us that are not people of color and specifically um, members of the black community I don't think that any of us should be using our voices right now without listening. Because we don't know what is better for them or what they need or what the answer is if we don't even fucking understand what's happening on the other side. If we've been asleep, we have no idea how to create change. And it's not enough to just say, you know, sending everybody love and light. It's not enough to just lay, you know, in your bed at night and, and visualize, you know, world peace. It's not, it's not enough. It's, it's necessary and it's powerful. And, and I honor your work and I do it too, but it's not enough. And it's actually, in my opinion, it's a, it's really like rooted in spiritually bypass, spiritual bypassing to just act like, yeah, the universe is God, everything, you know, I don't have to do anything. The universe knows what it's doing. I've said that for sure. And I believe it, 
But I also believe that we are put here with the ability to speak up, with the ability to advocate, with the ability to understand right and wrong and, and, um, and to understand where there are imbalances in the world so that we can create the change, so that we can show up because this is also part of our spiritual journey as human beings right? This is also part of what we are here to do. We are not just here to sit in a fucking tree and pretend like there's nothing going on in the world. And you can agree or you can disagree. That's okay. Take what serves you, leave what doesn't. But it really has been challenging for me to sit in, in, um, a spiritual community and, and see the conversations and to actually have some conversations where I'm like, so, so you you lit a candle. Okay. Awesome. I believe it's powerful. (laughs) I have three candles in my living room right now. I do all of those things. They're so powerful, but so are you. And this even ties into people like, you know, out of the spiritual community and just going into like kind of the religious realm, right? Like just, just praying, And I think that what we do when we just, when we depend on the tools and we just depend on the universe to take care of shit, we give away our power. And I know that sounds weird, but bear with me. (laughs) We are here to create change. You've probably heard this saying a million times. We are human beings and we're having a spiritual experience, right? We're We're spiritual beings having a human experience. We are here to connect to our minds, our bodies, and our souls. We are not just one of them. We are the combination as when we are here and we are human, we are the combination of all three of them. We have the ability to think and to, to, to perceive and to create um, realities, right? We have the ability to, um, to use that to our advantage, to be able to um, understand what is happening right outside of ourselves. We have our bodies to feel the things that are happening, right? To experience the things from a, from a feeling standpoint, right? There's, there's the soul to be able to connect to the higher knowing to, to the, to the higher dimensions and to zoom out and see the bigger pictures. And all of those things exist at the same time. So those who are just zooming out and being like, look at the big picture and not taking any action it's dangerous because there needs to be a combination of all. There's, there's, um, there's a need for it all. So yeah, it is taking action. It is showing up for your brothers and sisters. It is having the difficult conversation. It is allowing yourself to feel whatever's coming up, right? Like I said, the, the shame aspect is something that I really believe needs to be felt by those who are starting to feel it. Those triggers of shame and guilt and, um, and self-judgment and all of those things need to be felt because those of us who are allowing ourselves to feel the depths of our emotions around this, especially from the white community, are the ones that are going to actually create the sustainable changes. Because there is no reality that exists where I go back to the where to the way that I was, where I go back to sleep. There's no way for me to go back to sleep now that I've experience what I've experienced. And I'm not saying that I have any idea of what it's like to be a person of color, but what I am saying is that I've experienced enough of my own shame and my own, um, like awakening in the last week to know that there is no going back. So every time I have a conversation with one of my brothers or my sisters of color, 
and they share their experiences with me and my heart fucking cracks a little bit more open and I understand how much I really don't understand and how, how asleep I have been, how asleep so many of us have been. There's no way for me to go back to sleep because that is not the kind of human being that I am. So I'm not sharing this to make any of this about me. I'm not sharing any of this to, um, to take away from what is important right now. And right now what is important is really moving towards an anti-racist world. That has always been a priority. This is not something that's new. This is not something that um, people haven't been aware of. This isn't something that... Um, it's a lot. This isn't something that is is getting worse even. This is something that has always been here. It's just on social media now. It's just being recorded. It is just in our faces. And after months of sitting in our houses for the most part and being quarantined and just consuming information and we've all been like in a pressure cooker, right? Tension, stress, fear of uncertainty, um, difficulty surrendering, uh, issues with people in our lives, right? Just There's just been so like an amplification of everything all of our triggers, all of, all of our shit <laughs> has come up to the surface. So again, this isn't the world's getting worse. This is the world waking up to what the reality has always been. Myself and fuck included. I'm cursing a lot because I've been muted for a week <laughs> and I've loved being muted. I've loved giving myself the opportunity and the permission to say, y'all, I have no idea what the answers are. I can't guide anybody through this. I'm a white woman. I don't know what the answers are. I can't tell you how to live a anti-racist life. I can't tell you what to do and what, what the right actions are because I'm learning and I'm figuring that out and I'm navigating this with, with all of you and giving myself that, that permission to just not have to have the answers and not have to even spiritually bypass it myself. Because truthfully, it's been so easy, not, not even with this, but just in general in my life to be like, yeah, well, you know, the universe always knows, like it's, it's all good. <laughs> um, you know, I trust the universe and I do, I trust the universe with, with everything because I've seen enough play out in my life. I've connected enough. I've done enough work to know that the universe always knows exactly what it's doing. But the universe is also waiting for us to step the fuck up because you can't sit. And this is even part of manifestation, right? This is like manifestation 101. If you're trying to manifest peace and happiness in your life, whether it's, you know, a fucking car that you want, or it's, you know, it's an anti-racist world, right? Regardless of what it is that you're trying to manifest and you're trying to uh, call into your life or into the collective, there always has to be, my friend Alicia says, it's like placing an Amazon order or placing an order online, right? You have to declare what it is that you want. And then you also have to take action. You can't say, this is what I want. And then sit back in your, you know, snuggie and wait for it to show up at your door. That's not how that works. There's the two, right? So 
when it comes to obviously with an, <laughs> placing an order online, you can wait at home, right? But that's, this is different, right? She says it's like placing an order online and it's declaring it, right? Now I'm getting lost in my train of thought, whatever. You guys get what I'm saying. You have to declare what you want and then you have to make sure that your actions are congruent with the things that you're calling in. So <sighs> pointing the finger at yourself Blaming yourself for not taking action right now is a combination of a gift and a burden right now, right? It's, it's, there's good and bad light in the dark in it, right? So on one hand, it's not, you can probably hear my dog snoring. On one hand, we need to wake up. And if you feeling the depths of your emotions and feeling and feeling shame around your lineage or around what has happened and what you've um, unconsciously been participating in, whatever it is, allow that shame that you're feeling to be purposeful. Allow that to wake you up and help you commit to creating changes. On the other hand, you don't, this is not about us. It is okay to have your emotions, you are allowed to have your emotions. Your emotion, your emotions are valid. But when you step out into the world and you're having conversations, especially with people of color, don't use that opportunity to talk about how you feel. Don't go and tell them that you feel shame and you feel bad and burden them with your process because it's not their responsibility to hold that space for you now. They are the ones that are speaking up. It is them now that needs that need us to show up. And with the shame and the lineage, you can't change where you came from, but you can change how you show up in this world now. You can change the patterns. You can break the patterns. We can break the patterns. And so I feel like it's really, really important to understand that all of this that's coming up right now is purposeful. I'm not an astrologer, so I can't get into, I would never be able to articulate what is happening in the cosmos. But if you are interested, I would definitely suggest that you look into what has been happening in the astrology since the beginning of this year and what is to come, because the truth is we're not done. There's more coming. There is very much a, a, um, a plan that is going to be played out, whether we like it or not. And we have a choice in how we're going to respond to it. And we have a choice in, in the, um, in the roles that we're going to play right now for ourselves, for the people in our families, for the people in our communities, and then keep zooming out to the collective, to, you know, the universe, all of the things. And so, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to share. Um, be compassionate. Be grounded. Be intentional. Understand that you don't understand. Be under. Be understanding of the fact that you have a lot to learn. Be understanding of, of the fact that this is going to be a 
ongoing process. You're not going to just read a book and, 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 and be healed from, from these wounds, right? Because even as, as a white community, we're operating from wounds, right? We, we are carrying DNA. We are carrying a lineage with us that, um, did a lot of really unkind, horrific things. And if we look back, there's, you know, I know there's the arguments and I get it that there have been things throughout history in every culture that is unspeakable and traumatic and all of those things. And that is true. That's not, you know, we're not, this conversation, especially around the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement isn't about us being the only bad people in the whole world. It doesn't mean that we're the only ones that are responsible for creating this kind of um, pattern or this kind of anything, right? So we need to stop being so defensive, white people. (laughs) We need to stop being defensive and we need to understand that it is our responsibility to really educate ourselves in all of these matters. It is. It's our responsibility. Nobody else is going to do this work for us. And as long as we are committed to the belief that we are not wrong, that we had nothing to do with anything, we have nothing to be responsible for, we have nothing, it's not a blame game. It's a matter of taking responsibility and it's a matter of really owning our fucking power as human beings. It's a matter of us really choosing to to come together to make amends, to take a fearless and fucking moral inventory of who we are and where we come from so that we can show up in our lives better, stronger, fucking united. But we cannot do that until we even, before we understand what the conversation is even about. And I get it. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like, cool, bro, you just woke up. Yeah, I did just wake up. I did. And there are no words to, there, there's no nothing, there's, there's, there's no nothing. There's nothing that can change the fact that I just showed up and that there has, t- there's been time that I've missed out on and opportunities that I've missed out on and um, maybe ways that I've made my friends feel in, this, in, in these conversations or just being who I am never intentionally, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't change other people's reality. So, I mean, it matters in the sense that like, you know, I'm sure people appreciate not intentionally being hurt, but like still, there's still wounds. There's still oppression. There's still things that need to be talked about. And, you know, I was actually called out by a friend of mine and in full fucking transparency, guys, like at first I got angry. At first I felt attacked. And then I went into this whole thing of like, has she always felt this way about me? Has she always thought these things of me? Have I been a bad friend? Like, you know, and I, and I was totally making it about me instead of, and this was all within a span of like an hour. Right. And then I, I transmuted it and realized like, oh, this isn't about me. How am I going to sit here and say I'm open? And then my friend tells me how she feels about something. And I immediately get into this, to this defensive mode and to, into being like the victim when I'm not, 
I'm not. She's expressing how she feels about something. She's unpacking her own stuff. And I don't have to sit here and come up with some fancy thing to say to fix it. I just need to be there and tell her that I love her and that I'm committed to doing better. I just need her and anybody to know. And this goes for anybody, right? Like if you're confronted with something, your job is to listen. Your job is is to sit there and hold space. And if you're feeling defensive, process that in your own time. Go journal about it. Go process it with a therapist or another friend or whatever it may be. But if somebody's confronting you around this, especially right now where things are so, uh, like the energy is so potent and so everybody's so activated by this, it's not meant to be a fight. If we keep fighting each other instead of sitting there with open arms and open hearts and open minds, the cycles are never going to stop. It's never, they're never going to stop repeating ourselves. And we're going to repeat them with our kids and they're going to repeat them with their fucking kids. And it's just going to keep going. And I don't know about you. I'm not a mom yet, but I don't want my kids to be protesting this shit. I don't want my kids to be growing up in a world of hatred and violence and and, and racism or anything like that. And you know what? They probably will because it's not going to just end in this generation or maybe even the next generation, but it's a good fucking start. So when you find yourself thinking like, well, this is just like a pointless battle, the more people that tell themselves that story and live that story, the longer we're stuck in this ridiculous hamster wheel. And it's not okay anymore. Felt really good to get all of this off my chest. Again, like I said in the beginning of this of this talk, I am open to being corrected. I am open to receiving. I am open to being wrong. I am open to feedback. I am committed to doing this work and I will not go back to sleep on this issue. As a leader, as somebody who considers themselves a healer and a guide and a coach. It is my responsibility to make sure that I am always working on myself first. And this is no different. So this is something that I've never navigated before, obviously in terms of like the actual nitty gritty of the work, but also talking about, you know, being very open, actively processing through something that the collective is processing through. This is a new, this is a first time for me. And this is a first time for a lot of people. And we're going to get it wrong. Let yourself be wrong. Be humble. Put your ego aside. Just show up however it is that you need to show up right now. There are people who need us. There are voices that need us. And the louder that we all yell the same thing, we all chant the same thing, the, 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 um, the more that we show up and we're all on the same page, the closer we get to the kind of life that we want externally and internally. So that is all I have to say for today. I love you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for being on this journey with me. If you got through this whole thing, I know it was a lot. Um, yeah. I just um, want to tell everybody, no matter where you come from, what color your skin is, I love you. And I'm committed to doing better. 
And I will not, I've said this multiple times, but I will say it again. I will not stop doing this work. I've, I committed five years ago when I created this platform for this platform to be a place for difficult conversations and to be a safe place. And in order to be a safe place, it's also a place free of judgment. It's a, it's a place to just speak truth so that we can create room for, for more truth or different truth or whatever that may look like. It's a space for, for growth and healing. And with that said, I will not condone anybody being uh, racist or, or um, being hateful or being mean or, or anything, anything in that realm this is a safe place. And if this is not a conversation that you are willing to have, if this is not a conversation that you, um, align with to a point where you don't resonate with me anymore, that's okay. I wish you well, but I'm not going to stop always trying to make this place a safer place and making myself, me a safer place for people, all walks of life. I will not stop growing and evolving and doing, doing the damn thing. So please be safe, be grounded, be informed, be intentional. Please, if you haven't already, look at what's happening in the astrology. Please be mindful of the media, both social media and news outlets and all, all things alike. Please be mindful of what you allow into your space. Those things have a way of impacting the way that we see and feel and think. They impact our reality. They actually help shape our reality. So if we are not intentional with what we allow in our space and who we allow in our space, we're going to feel that impact. And right now during these times, if, if we've learned anything from 2020, it's that community is fucking important. It's essential actually. Um, and it's that we, we need each other. We need each other more now than ever. So tearing each other down, judging each other, being angry, refusing to be wrong, refusing to open your mind to new, new perceptions and new realities and, and other people's truth and other people's experiences is going to keep you stuck too. So I love you and I'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>